0: Everybody say this. Thank God for health, wholeness, that I'm saved, delivered, healed, head to toe. No weapon formed against me or my family shall prosper in Jesus' name. I have the victory because Jesus gave it to me. Devil back off in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, we're going to make our confession Get ready. We got to say this. All of us say this together. I am here on purpose because I have a purpose. My heart is open. My mind is ready to receive because God is not finished with me yet. My best days are right in front of me and I have victory in my life because Jesus lives in me. Amen. You can be seated. Hallelujah. Great job. Great job. We need to We need to believe, but we need to confess what we believe. Amen. And there's always opportunities to confess other things. Uh, Certainly on Monday when we heard the report about Jason, and then again last night when I was just getting home and heard the report about Michael's mother, the enemy wants us to believe that it's over when it's not over. Everybody say, it's not over till I see Jesus. And that's if he comes in the air or we go to meet him, it's not over till we see Jesus. And so whatever situation you're in today, God has an answer. He is our hope. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen. Today we're going to, I'm going to finish up a series that I started back in April. I haven't been preaching if you're visiting with us, but today I had one more message and I wasn't sure exactly what it would be, but today is Pentecost Sunday. Everybody say Pentecost. Pentecost Sunday, the book of Acts chapter one and two uh, just gives us clarity as to what that is. But uh, the Holy Spirit is welcome here. Amen. Let's say this together. The Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit is welcome here. Is welcome. Now, where he's welcome is in you. Everybody say, here in me. Here, here in me. And the Holy Spirit was given by God. Uh, at the moment we receive Jesus, the Holy Spirit comes to live in us. Uh, that's what it says in, in John chapter 14. Jesus said, I'm not going to leave you alone. I am going away. I am going to the Father But I will not leave you orphans. I will not leave you by yourself. And in that chapter previous, he had said, just before that, he said, um, greater works will you do than I do uh, because I go away. And, you know, sometimes I look back on that just like Pastor Dan preached last week and think, you know, wonder what they thought about that. How can that be? Because right then, Jesus was their everything, I mean, everything that represented life and miracles and signs and wonders was right there in front of them. And he said, when I go away, it will be better for you, and the things that I have done, you will do greater. But then following that, which is so important for us, he said, I will not leave you alone. Everybody say, I am not alone. The Holy Spirit will come, and he will dwell in you. I will be with you. And that's why the scripture says, I will never leave you or forsake you. Because the Holy Spirit is the one that is on the inside of us. And that Holy Spirit that God gave us is the third person of the Trinity. There's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So he's not an it. He's a person. He's the third person of the Trinity. And so the Holy Spirit, everywhere we go, no matter how alone we feel. And I'm sure last night, Michael could feel very alone. But the Holy Spirit of God inside of him, it, the Bible says, quickens our mortal body. It makes us aware that there is hope, that there, that there is comfort, that there are answers when we can't find them. And so the Holy Spirit uh, was God's plan from the very beginning. Everybody say, from the very beginning, that the Holy Spirit would be given to us as humans to abide in us, to dwell in us. And in John 16, following John 14, Jesus said this Holy Spirit, this person of the Holy Spirit that will live in you, he will reveal all things. Everybody say all things. He will reveal all things to you from the Father. He will reveal those things to you. And he will even let you know things to come. You know, we don't need to go to people who read palms or we don't need to do all those things that have to do with witchcraft because we have the Holy Spirit. Everybody say the Holy Spirit. And turn to your neighbor and say, I am a know-it-all. <laughs> you know, some people say, well, who do you think you are? You know, you know everything. My husband, when we were first here to, uh, doing the church, there was a man that used to come here, and um, uh, Rex Warner. And, and he gave me a little thing for my refrigerator about my husband. It's, it, it says, uh, I didn't know I married Mr. Wright. I mean, I knew I married Mr. Wright. I just didn't know his first name was always. But I have learned that in the years that I've been married to Pastor Bill. But my husband always says, why would I say anything if I thought I was wrong? Of course I think I'm right. And I thought, well, that's, that's probably true. Why would you be saying it if you thought you were wrong? Well, the Holy Spirit is never wrong. Everybody say he's never wrong. And he speaks to us, and he, he, the Holy Spirit encourages us. The Holy Spirit does not condemn. The Holy Spirit exhorts us. The Holy Spirit says things that will cause us to go forward. Everybody say forward. And, and to have hope and, and to know that, you know, what path God has for us. Everybody say there is a path. There is a path that God has for each one of us. And the Holy Spirit is the one who reveals that to us. But then in addition to that, and we're going to look at Acts chapter 1. Today is the day of Pentecost. And what today celebrates is when Jesus was ready to ascend to the Father in the book of Acts chapter 1. He had been, according to the word of God, about forty days in the earth after his resurrection, and he had visited the disciples. They had seen him. They had walked with him, uh, and some had had breakfast with him. So they had they had seen him. But in chapter one of Acts, he says, and be, it says in uh, verse four of Acts, and being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, "You have heard from me." For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. In verse 8, he said, you shall receive power. Everybody say power. Power Power, when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And in some uh, denominations, some theologians believe that once you receive the Holy Spirit, Uh, In the days that we live in now, there's no reason for you to receive uh, the baptism of the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues. We believe in this church that that still is applicable for today. Amen. And I thank God for being able to pray in tongues. It says in Romans 8 that when we pray in tongues, we are the Holy Spirit helps us. How many of you have ever said, I don't know how to pray? I say that a lot. But the Holy Spirit, when we pray in the Spirit, the Bible talks about it in Acts chapter 2. It says when they were waiting and the Holy Spirit fell upon that room, it says in chapter 2, verse 1, the day of Pentecost had fully come. They were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly... There came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. It filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire and one set upon each of them. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance. Um, everybody say witnesses. Jesus said that we would be filled with this power to be witnesses. Everybody say witnesses. And and over time. The enemy has taken the baptism of the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues, and convinced people, I was told as a young person, even that it was from the devil. And that's the only uh, understanding I had of speaking of tongues, that it comes from the devil. My brother, who lives in South Africa, who, uh, when he was growing up, he went to college at IU. He kind of got off for a little while there and got into transcendental meditation. He said to me, the devil does have a tongue. The devil does have a tongue. I have been in that realm. The devil does have a tongue. But the devil has an imitation of everything God has. So if the devil has a tongue, God has a tongue. And God wants to use our tongue to do things in this earth that we would not speak unless we were directed by the Holy Spirit. Everybody say, thank God for the Holy Spirit. And so I thank God for the Holy Spirit in my life. Many times when I'm praying for people or when I'm counseling people, I will begin to pray in the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will reveal to me things that are happening or things that are about to happen. What did it say in John 16? That's what the Holy Spirit would do. I'm not going to get in a theological debate today. I believe when you receive the Holy Spirit, you have everything the Holy Spirit wants to give you because you have the gifts of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit. And I believe any believer who is born again, the Holy Spirit lives in them. They can pray in tongues. All they have to do is say, Father, release it. Release it in my life. I want that power to be available to me. I was born again, but I didn't overcome a lot of things. But once I had the power of the Holy Spirit, I was able to overcome things that I knew about, but I didn't have the ability to do. Everybody say the power of the Holy Spirit. We all need that power operating in our lives. And so once we become aware of that, uh, we begin to walk in a new level, a new arena. It says in Mark 16 that we will lay hands on the sick and they will recover and uh, i remember when i first started doing that the devil would say now see they're still sick i think oh god i didn't do it right until the lord revealed to me you're not the healer duh turn to your neighbor and say duh you're not the healer you're the declarer everybody say declarer that's what it says in acts chapter one he says the whole, you will receive power, and when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, you shall be my witnesses. Everybody say witnesses. Yes. To me in Jerusalem, in all Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. That's not just to declare who Jesus is. It's to live who Jesus is. That's the way we declare who Jesus is, by our actions just as much as by our words. And I believe we're living in a day where there's so many people who are just waiting for someone who has what they need. And the reason I believe that, I see young people today trying all kinds of things to get what they need, and what they need is the power of God. Everybody say power. Power. Now, they don't need another sermon. They need to see the manifestation of the Holy Spirit of God. Can you tell I got the preach on this morning? I've just gone crazy. Hallelujah. Well, because God has been speaking to me about this, and in those, the series that I did in March was, you can start over. And then God gave me this word, rise up and take your journey. Everybody say, rise up, rise up. and take your journey. The Holy Spirit causes you to rise up from where you are. You may be, I mean, it's like Superman. How many, Oh, no, what's that woman? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman and Superman. Hallelujah. I should have put them up here today. That's what you become. With the Holy Spirit inside of you. You become one person, you know, they, the devil just says, look at them. They're so weak. They're crying over everything. And then suddenly, everybody say suddenly, you just turn into Wonder Woman or Superman. Why? Because the Holy Spirit starts stirring up on the inside of you. And there's this power, everybody say power, that starts going, you're about to take off. And what you're about to do is take off the head of the devil. Because he is bound in the name of Jesus, but only by the power of God, not of men. And uh, as I was praying about this message while I was down in, in, uh, down in Florida with my husband, by the way, Pastor Bill and I, we're back. Uh, Pastor Bill, for the first time in 27 years, said to me on Tuesday night, and he had gone down on Friday. I flew Sunday. Now, I've only been there two days on my vacation. And he says, honey, I'm bored. I think we need to go home. I said, Well, I haven't had time to get bored yet. Um, <laughs> Do you see the beach? And I've got this book I'm trying to read, and I haven't even got to chapter two, and he's bored. And he said, Well, since the, our children used to come down for part of our time, and now they're grown, they have children, now they have all their activities. So it's just him and me on the beach. I mean, he was so bored, he sat in the shade. Now, if you know Pastor Billy, he never sits in the shade. You know, most of you, when he comes back, he's just so tan. I never get that tan. But he's not as tan this time because he got so bored he sat in the shade. <laughs> and so he changed my plane ticket. We're home. He got in here this morning at 4 o'clock in the morning. He was back in his office sleeping till I would wake up at 6 so he could come home without waking me up. And uh, I call him, and he goes, I'm in the driveway. <laughs> and he was. And so uh, he's asleep. I, when I left him, he was in bed with his hat on just like he had come out of the car and fallen sideways into the bed, and there he lays with all his clothes, a hat. (laughs) I wanted to take a picture, but I knew he'd get upset if I did. So, uh, you know, when we were down there, though, we just had these few days. And, you know, you can say, I'm on vacation. I'm on vacation. But the Holy Spirit never goes on vacation. And people's lives that are in a mess, they never go on vacation either. Have you noticed that? I mean, things don't just happen when it's convenient. And uh, with the couple that was down there that we met last year, uh, well, we'd actually seen them before, but we really spent time with them last year a little bit more. They're from Georgia. And um, she had a son, and we had our nephew, and they were both very, very caught up in the drug scene. And, uh, and so their names are Matt and Michael is her son. Matt was my nephew. And so we prayed. We prayed with them, and they had some big blow up right at the end of their vacation, a little bit before they were supposed to leave. And I just felt to go over there and pray. And so, you know, when I pray for people, I pray like God's, like, uh, I don't care. If, I don't check to see if you're charismatic. Just let me say that. I don't say, is it okay if I speak in tongues? I just pray. However, the Holy Spirit prays. And so I prayed with my understanding, but also prayed in spirit. And uh, so this year, when we came back, here she comes. And she said, I, you know, I, I just knew there was something different when you prayed for me. And uh, c- can we talk? And of course her son's still in, in some situations. But my nephew is now doing much better so I was able to encourage her and talk with her. And uh, we were sitting at dinner. They invited us to dinner. We, they said, we want to take you to dinner. I'm telling you, when you do what God says, you get blessed. <laughs> I mean, we went to this nice restaurant. They took us to dinner. And uh, we just had a wonderful time. But But my husband and I both knew that they that she was going to start talking. She said, now, we're not going to talk about that. But it's in her heart. Everybody say it's in her heart. And she's hurting, and her husband's hurting. And so we finished our dessert, and bam, I mean, God swooped in there. And we're in this restaurant. And it doesn't bother my husband and I. My husband cries in restaurants. We pray with people in restaurants. You know, I'm sure people say, oh, it's them, you know, a little different. Put them in the back. But, you know, uh, everybody say the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit, we're, we're with them, and she starts talking, and, um, and I don't know what. She was just so hungry. She said, I've, I've, been, I've got a journal. Of course, that just blessed my husband. Anybody who's got a journal, he's excited. What's God telling you? And uh, she said, and, and I pray, but sometimes I just don't know what to pray. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, my husband and I are both on, there mm-hmm. we go. And uh, he's he's and I knew we were going to talk about the Holy Spirit, and uh, so we began to talk about the Holy Spirit. She goes, tongues. Now, now uh, I know about that. As soon as we said the baptism of the Holy Spirit, she said tongues, just that fast. And my husband said, "You do?" She goes, "Yes, my father dabbled in it." <laughs> we we were very calm. He did. He dabbled in it. Yeah, he dabbled in it. <laughs> And bless her heart, she goes, I didn't. I didn't do it. I, I, in fact, I didn't want them to touch me when they did that. And uh, I said, really? She said, but I have to tell you, it's happened to me twice. <laughs> like, like I don't want anybody to know this is, you know, this is what's happened. And I said, really? She said, yeah, when I was praying for my son, and I was down on my knees, and I was crying, and I was talking to God, and suddenly she said it just hit she said, but that's all I did. I just stopped. And then one other time it happened. One other time. I said, well, you know, the Holy Spirit wants you to have that all the time. She said, well, I, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know. Well, we, we just talked on and on to them. And then right before we left, they both came over that next morning to tell us goodbye. And uh, she said, well, you wouldn't believe what my reading was today. I said, what was your reading? She said, all about tongues and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I said, really? You know, God is so good. See, he's setting the stage for her to have the power. Everybody say the power to get her son away from the devil. And so, you know, we talked to her about confession. We talked about saying good things over her son. We talked about the things that are important, you know, that in addition to that. I mean, you just don't run around speaking in tongues all the time. But... She needs the power to know what to pray to get him out of that pit. The devil is defeated. Everybody say defeated. And Jesus released a power on the day of Pentecost to get people set free. Everybody say we are set free. That's already done. Jesus isn't going to do anything else. God's not going to do anything else. And the Holy Spirit is in us to help us get the job done in our own lives as well as other people's lives. And uh, I just thought, I, and at the end when we were getting ready, my husband was saying to him, well, my wife doesn't know exactly what she's going to preach on Sunday, but I'm helping her. And I thought, oh, here we go. He's going to tell him. And he said, I've already told her that I'll prepare a message for her. It'll be 10 attributes of her husband that she's going to share on Sunday morning. I said, well, that sounds like a great sermon, honey. He said, no, make it top 10. He said, I, I don't want him to think there's just 10 so let's make it the top ten attributes of my f- husband. Well, hallelujah. He hears from the Holy Spirit. That's number one. And that's why I love him, because he always follows the Holy Spirit. His last words, to of them, was, give me your son's number. Give me your son's number. This son is in Calgary, Canada. But how many of you know the Holy Spirit is there? This son knows Jesus. He, was, he knows Jesus, but he's totally captivated. Everybody say Captivated. In the carnal corral. That's what I want to talk to you about now. Are you ready? Now you've all liked me really a lot. Here we go. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Because I believe that when we're so busy in this world that we've got going now, that we think only about ourselves, we get in this carnal corral. And you say, well, how'd you get that? Well, I read, I saw that word, and it just stuck in my brain. And Paul is talking in 1 Corinthians 2, and he says, I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with the excellence of speech, of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God, for I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I was with you in weakness, in fear, and much trembling. This is Paul. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom. Everybody say persuasive words of human wisdom but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. Everybody say that. Demonstration of the Spirit and of power. Why? So that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men. That's even good preachers. That's Copeland and all the rest of them. You cannot have your faith in those people. But in the power of God. Everybody say the power of God. So where are you going to have to live? You're going to have to live with the Holy Spirit in your life manifested. What does that mean? You have to be acquainted with the Holy Spirit. You have to know the Holy Spirit. You have to be familiar with the Holy Spirit. I was so blessed when faith said to the graduates, you may not know where you're going, but the important thing is that you know him. Because if you know him, you can find the path. Everybody say you can find the path. And you will have the power to walk the path there's one thing to know the path it's another thing to walk the path how many of have ever known what to do but you didn't feel like you could do it or things happen in your life and you say well i can't do it now look at what i've done you know i've already i'm off the path uh we're going to talk about that in a minute but i want to show you something he goes on he says however verse six we speak wisdom among those who are mature Yet not the wisdom of this age nor the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God. Now, who gives us the wisdom of God? The Holy Spirit. Everybody say the Holy Spirit. So he goes on down and, and, he, well, and he says the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages uh, for our glory. In other words, for us to reveal Jesus. And then in 9 it says, I has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God... Has revealed them. Everybody say, God has revealed them. By the Holy Spirit. By the Holy Spirit. Because he goes on and says, to us through his Spirit, for the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. So, as we listen to the Holy Spirit, it says in verse 13, these things we also speak, whatever we've been given by the Holy Spirit. Not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual the natural man. Everybody say natural man. There's a natural man, a carnal man, and a spiritual man. And, you know, we can float between carnal and spiritual, but we'll never be natural again, not once you know Jesus. The natural man does not know God, does not know Jesus, has never received Jesus. Just remember what you knew before you got saved. Did any, ever, any of you ever try to read the Bible before you got saved? Where is this coming from? Get saved. And the whole thing starts going together and making sense. Everybody say the Holy Spirit. See, the Holy Spirit begins to reveal that truth to us. And so it goes on and it says, The natural man does not even receive the things of the Spirit of God. They're foolishness, and he can't know they're spiritually discerned. But the spiritual judges all things. And then it goes on and says, And who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? We have the mind of Christ. In other words, the Holy Spirit living in you gives you the mind of Christ, gives you God's ideas, gives you not only God's ideas, but once you receive the Holy Spirit power, you have the ability to live God's ideas. Isn't this exciting? See, if the world knew this, they'd all be in church. Or they'd at least be out telling somebody about how good God is. Amen? But I said, God, why why isn't this happening? Read on, chapter 3. And I, brethren, could not speak to you as to spiritual people, but as to carnal. As to babes in Christ, I fed you with milk, not with solid food. For until now you were not able to receive it, and even now you're still not able. For you are still carnal. For where there are envy, strife, divisions, I mean, our world is full of this. Everybody say, the world lives this. And it's in the church. It gets in the church. In fact, I find... The more spiritual people get, the more the envy and strife starts up. Because everybody's got to be right. Everybody say right. You know, what I know and what you know may not be at the same uh, level of information. Or the anointing of God isn't even operating yet in that level. And you get somebody who knows more. And what they tell you becomes condemning instead of building you up. Because you feel like, well, I didn't get that. Well, it's because you're still, every, all of us have carnality. All of us have emotions. We have things. But the Spirit of God begins to clean those things up. First, he reveals them, and then the power of the Holy Spirit delivers you. Everybody say, thank God for deliverance. You know, God will take care of it. I, I got delivered by myself from a lot of things. I got fill, I got saved one day, filled with the Holy Ghost. The next day I'm way off my sermon. There may have to be a part two someday. But so I got filled with the Holy Spirit Now, this is the honest-to-goodness truth. I had three kids. I was a mess. I was a wreck. I read uh, Catherine Kuhlman's book, and I went in the bathroom with with myself, my Bible, and I sat on my bathroom floor, and I started praying in tongues and casting the devil out of myself. I did that because I didn't know anything. I didn't have a teacher. So I just sat on my bathroom floor, and I'd pray in tongues, and then I'd cast the devil out. Whatever I heard, rejection. You have to go with spirit of rejection. And then I would just belch like crazy. I thought, man, I don't know what's happening to me. (laughs) I mean, I thought you are crazy, but then I thought, well, it feels better. So I'm just going to stay here. And so, I mean, I was in there. You see, this is the truth. I'm telling you, this is the truth. The Holy Spirit was my teacher. I am sitting on the floor in a bathroom. If anybody saw me, they would have committed me. And I don't know what else they would have done with me. But I got free. I got free. I didn't get total freedom, but I started recognizing, hey, there is something to this. There is something to this. There is a power here that is going to get me set free. Amen? Did I have a lot of carnality? Yes. Because I was a broken person. I believe lots of people are broke. But when we begin to let the Holy Spirit take over, and that's when we begin to see signs, wonders, and miracles, we can't wait on somebody to come along to bring a miracle. We can't wait on somebody to do the supernatural. We have the ability to live in the supernatural every day, every day. But we've got to get that carnality out of the way. Amen. I gave the graduates this book. It's called The Principle of the Path by Andy Stanley. And I read it while I was in Florida. You know, so many people are headed down the wrong path today. They, they are clear off the path. Uh, you know, he says in this book, and I just have a few minutes, but I want to read you a couple of things. Direction, not intentions, hopes, dreams, prayers, beliefs, intellect, and education determines destination. We all have good intentions, but those decisions that we make, the things we give attention to, this book talks about it, they in turn cause us to move a direction on a path. You know, uh, Proverbs 3 Five and six, this is a scripture that has been with me since we started this church especially. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not. Everybody say, don't lean that way. Don't lean that way toward your understanding, your thoughts. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean to your own understanding in all your ways. Acknowledge him. How do you do that? You ask the Holy Spirit. You ask the Lord, what do I do? What, do I, what am I supposed to do here? Acknowledge him and he will... Direct your path. He will get you on the right path. He'll get you going the way that you're supposed to go. Uh, You know, Brittany, you said, I don't know yet what I'm supposed to do. You just begin to acknowledge the Holy Spirit every way. Every day, he'll take you the right direction. And you may say, well, what am I doing over here? The Holy Spirit told me to be over here. It may not look like the right direction, but it's on the path. He said the things that get our attention make us silly people. You know, we make silly choices. We begin to... But we think happy now is happy later. How many of you know happy now is not always happy later? That's when you get your charge card and you're happy and you go buy stuff and then six months later you're not so happy anymore. Or you get a new car. He said some people get a new car and they say it's for gas mileage. Why don't you just say it's because I want a new car? Because that's the truth. Because you got a car you got paid for and the gas you're paying in anything compared to the payments you're going to pay for the next seven years to the bank. Everybody say happy now is not happy later. You may be here today and say, "Well, I think I'm on the wrong path." I you know, I I am I read this book and and I had to stay down there until Friday cuz I had to get my book read. But uh you know, I every every bit of it I thought this is so true. There is a path for every person. Now, the good news is with God, you can recalibrate. Everybody say recalibrate. God will God will, by the Holy Spirit, get you going again. Get your, even if he has to take you another way around to get back on the right path. Uh, and there are times you can't ever go back. But I'm not going to talk about that today. I'm going to talk about recalibrate. Everybody say recalibrate. Because um, when we were in Florida, my husband, oh, gosh, we are, we are a double, I don't know, double trouble with phones. And uh, trying to do the MapQuest. I was my daddy's map person all my life. My mother, he made her sit in the back seat because she couldn't do it. And he about busted the maps apart going like this on him. Find it, find it. So he put me in the front. I love to find my way. But that MapQuest lady, she is not the Holy Spirit. But she thinks she is. Hallelujah. Of all, all the roads in the world. And honestly, she does know a lot. Because I was amazed. We were going down to venice and my husband wanted to see this house that his son had told him about that we might be able to stay in so everything's fine we know our way to venice but then you got to find the, the house so i put the address in and we're going and the lady says you know in so many feet or whatever you know turn left well if there's a light we do really good you know in so many feet i can see the dot is there and we turn you know there's this dot it's you going on the road you know and, uh, and and you see it with the line that's directing you to where you're going. And, of course, she's chatting it up all over the place. My husband is saying to me, where are we? Where, where turn? Do what? What do, you, what do you want me to do? And I'm trying to tell him. And and, and so we, it, we don't get into strife, but it's really close. Hallelujah. <laughs> and because um, I'm trying to hear the lady. He's trying to talk to me. Same time I'm trying to hear the lady. And then we neither one know what happened. And so... You know, I get him going, we go, and, and that lady knew about construction. I mean, she knew they were doing it, and so she diverted us, we, you know, a different way. So we go all the way around the way she tells us, and we finally start back, and we're going north again. We're still supposed to be going south. So my husband is over there saying to me, we are going the wrong way. We should be going south. I'm saying I know it, but she says we're going go this way. <laughs> she's going 50 feet. 50 feet, turn, and, you know, I'm trying to tell him. He said, where's she saying?" I said, I think she's saying she's here. So we turn. He goes, this is not right. So then he, he does what we're not supposed to do and gets us turned around, and we end up back on this road. And just sure as anything, we're right back where we started. <laughs> and, of course, she has recalibrated. And she's going to take us down that road all over again, the same thing again. Because there is only one way, according to her, to get there. And I don't have a real map, so I'm trying to listen to her. And I'm saying, we are on the same road. He goes, honey, I've never seen this. I said, that's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> you never see. He doesn't see. He just joy- he enjoys the trip, he says. And so, but meanwhile, he's saying we should be going south. If I heard that once, I heard it, I don't know how many times. And so we go all the way back around again. And we, she's saying, 150 feet, 50 feet. And I'm watching the blue dot. And he goes, do I turn? I go, it's not quite there yet. (laughs) And she goes, turn and go up. And I'm thinking that's the same thing she said the last two times. We had missed it again. I said to him, we are never going to find this house today. Just keep going straight. And I turned my phone off. Now, that's the way the Holy Spirit, he tries to tell us. Sometimes we go around. And then we miss it. So he takes us right back around again. How many of you the Holy Spirit just never gives up on what he's trying to show us? And it really was real to me. he just keep going around. And some people do what we did. Forget it. Who cares about the house? And you know what my husband said to me? We'll just look it up on the satellite. And I thought, yeah, that's what a lot of people do. They look up and they see what they were going for. But they never get there. They just see somebody else getting there because they got to the house. Everybody say, we need the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will speak to us just like whoever she is, whatever her name is, on that phone. Uh, is that Siri? Yeah. On, on even the maps? She is one smart person. Uh, but, but the Holy Spirit is smarter. Everybody say, the Holy Spirit is even smarter than Siri. Listen, some people need to get a revelation of this. Because there's a lot of young people who think Siri and the internet and Google, they're the smartest of all. But God is much smarter. And the Holy Spirit will reveal to us, we need to thank God for the day of Pentecost. Thank God for Calvary, above all things, because we're saved. But the Holy Ghost coming was God's idea for the church to be rescued from hell on earth. Amen. Let's stand. Father, I thank you for every person here today. I thank you, Lord, that we rise and take our journey. And this is what we say. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here in our lives. Today in this place, Lord, we give you all the glory and all the praise. You may be here and say, I don't, I've never really given Jesus my heart. It's impossible to hear the Holy Spirit without Jesus. The Bible says the natural man cannot know the things of God. And so today... If you're here and you've never received Jesus, there's a destiny for you. There's a place that God has for you to go, a special thing that's just called for with your name on it. It's got your name on it, but you've got to hear from the Holy Spirit. So you have to know Jesus in order to hear that voice. If that's you today and you're here and you say, I, I have never received Jesus, or maybe you've known him and then walked a different direction, today's your day to come back and be who God wants you to be, to, to fulfill the destiny that we talked about in the beginning today. And if that's you, would you just lift your hand because we're going to pray for you before we close today. We just thank you, Father, for every person in this room. We thank you that they're here today. I see your hand. Is there anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? Would you just come down here to with me? Just come right here. Father, give her a hand because it's hard to do. Hi. What's your name? Carolyn. Father, we thank you for Carolyn today. Carolyn, Jesus has a plan. And uh, what looks like has just been down the drain. It's not down the drain. God can resurrect even the dead. So today, let's just all pray this together. Father, forgive me. I've made mistakes. Today, I yield my heart to you. I need you, Jesus. I need to hear. I need to know. And so today, I trust that you will take over my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Let me hear your voice. Your word says that you will deliver me. And heal me, that you save me, and give me total well-being. And I receive it today in Jesus' name. Now, just stay right here. Father, I thank you today for the Holy Spirit of God living in every person here. You may be here today and say, uh, I need to be listening more. I, I need to be listening to the Holy Spirit. You may be here today and... You need God to recalibrate your journey because it's not on the right path and you know it. Well, there's hope today because Jesus is alive. He ever intercedes for you. And the Holy Spirit knows exactly what move you need to make. Or maybe he'll just say, stand still. But the Holy Spirit does know. And if that's you today and you know you need to spend more time listening to what the Holy Spirit's saying, would you lift your hand because I'm going to pray for you. You may be here today and say, you know, I don't have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I don't speak in tongues, but I want to. But the Bible says you just ask and God will give you every gift that he has. So in Jesus name today, I thank you, Father, for everyone here. Those that are here, Lord, help all of us to hear your spirit and to walk with your spirit. But especially those that need direction today, especially those that need to recalibrate and need to get going a different direction today. I thank you. That this is the day that their life will make that turn. That, Holy Spirit, you will show them to make. And you will get them, even if it takes more than one step, maybe more than one turn. But you will get them to that place where they need to be. So that they can hear your voice and do what you've called them to do. And it's never too late. I say that to you today. It is never too late. God is never finished with what he wants to do in our lives. He will maneuver if you will give him opportunity and put you where you need to be so that you can do what God's called you to do. Father, I thank you for every person here today that you're working on their behalf. Um, I just have a word for you right there. You're looking at me. You, you, yeah, in the blue and pink shirt. (laughs) God God never gave up on you. Don't give up on God because there's something better ahead of you. And I don't know who has bruised you and wounded you and said things that have just about torn your heart out of yourself. But in Jesus' name, I pray healing over your life today. And I know this might seem embarrassing, but the Holy Spirit wants you to know he's real and he will take care of you. And the lady behind you with glasses, it's never too late. I just say that to you. You felt like maybe it's too late. It's not too late. God is going to do what he promised you. You just stand. And you keep saying it, and you keep believing it, and you don't ever let go of it because God will be faithful to you. It isn't based on you. It's based on Jesus' blood, okay? And it is going to happen in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you today for your presence here. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you move among us, you show us, you teach us. Take care of all of our graduates, Lord, and let them find their way with you. Let them get on that path and walk that path in Jesus' name. And all the glory. In their lives will go to you jesus let all the glory in our lives go to you jesus we thank you i want all of you to say this i am a child of god i have a destiny i have a purpose god knows about me and he will fulfill his plan in my life and i will be obedient i will do what he says because i want to see the fulfillment of what god put me here for and my family will serve god all of my family will serve god in jesus name amen hallelujah go and be blessed amen